Welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. Here at Center for Victory, we are here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. My name is Josiah Guy. I'm an intern here at Center for Victory. And to my left, we have Zach Del Turco, executive consultant here at Center for Victory. It's good to be back. And today, we're talking about dangerous dreams. So what does that mean? Zach? Yeah, so dangerous dreams, dangerous dreams, number one, it was to, to get your attention. But number two... Um, <laughs> When you think about a dangerous dream, I think about my first dangerous dream that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I was probably like 12 years old, and I was over at my cousin's house, and we were watching this movie called Cold Creek Manor. Mm-hmm. And it was this plot that somebody was murdered at this vacation home, and it was very dark and uh, very gruesome. And I remember at the age of 12, I was having some really, really bad dreams after uh, I watched that movie. Gotcha. And, and then I was just starting to think I was putting this together and I was like, man, what would happen if, if I use that analogy, dangerous dreams to talk mm. about, hey, you've been placed here on purpose for a purpose. Mm. A majority of us, I would say, have a dream, but a majority of us probably don't have dangerous dreams. And what I mean by that is dreaming bigger uh, and, and having a goal that is bigger than yourself that you can't accomplish on your own. Right. And so going off of that, um, so you said like you had like a nightmare at the age of 12 because I think you said um, in your notes that you watched like an R-rated movie as a 12-year-old with your cousin, right? Yeah. So it was like your first experience. You're like, yeah, I get to go watch this really scary movie. Sleepover. Right. I'm yeah. A big, I'm a big guy. Hype, right? Yeah. You're like just getting in your teens, but you're still in that mindset where you're like, yeah, I get to go sleepover with my friends. This is awesome. Um, but then at the end of it. Um, you kind of regretted that decision. Like you had that nightmare and you're like, crap, like yeah, I was scared. It was, it was a crazy dangerous dream. And right. you know, what I realized was, you know, years later, I mean, that was kind of an analogy of how I wanted to live my life and, but in a positive way, mm. um, because I see people who are very successful and I know one thing about success, it requires you to dream bigger than yourself. Mm, and sometimes yeah. for some people, it can be dangerous to do that, mm. to get outside of your comfort zone, because the reality is everybody will end up somewhere, but few people end up somewhere on purpose. Ooh. Okay. So I'll say yeah. that one more time. Everybody ends up somewhere, but few people end up somewhere on purpose. That's and that's the, the idea of dreaming. Mm. And what happens when you begin to have a dream? What happens when you begin to write those things down in front of you every single day? You know, part of my daily discipline is to write four to five goals that I have for this year. That's good. And those four to five things are bigger than I can do on my own. So it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to have these stretch goals Uh. that are kind of scary to look at. But I know if I, even if I get to 75% of those goals, I'm doing better than, than I would if I would just set realistic goals. Right. And that's fulfilling when you, you know, reach those goals that you set for yourself. So, um, I think it's, that's a good, um, a good thing to segue off of, um, because with purpose and trying to reach your purpose, um, a lot of that's goal based, right? Yeah. So you said that, um, when you're keeping goals that usually have like four to five that you set for yourself. And then um, from that, you can kind of benchmark yourself, keep track of yourself. Yeah. So I think this might be um, a good thing to ask um, because a lot of people watching will be able to apply. Um, What's some like tips you can give for keeping goals 
keeping yourself on track so you can reach that purpose. I think there's three things that we have to look at, and we'll talk about it here in a couple minutes, but I always measure my goals based on three things. My past experience is number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is my gifts. I believe that I've received gifts ever since I was born. And then number three is... um, your values. Mm. So number one, past experience, what has led me up to this point, right? I believe that your past, um, will prepare you for your present and that your present can actually make it, make an impact for things that you struggle with in the past. So number two is your gifts. So what gifts do you have? And we'll talk about this in a little bit, but number three is your value. So when you align those three three things together, then you can start working off a, a, a frame of how do I want to reach those goals. Right. That's good. So you have their um, past experience. So for you, how important is um, you know, looking back at past experiences, both good and bad? Yeah. Because you can you know have things where um, you fail at doing something, but you can learn from it, right? Um, and then, you know, there's good things, of course, in your past that you can work off of. So for you, how important is past experience? And then why is it so key to look at things in the past so that you can build off of that? And then you have those goals so you can obviously fulfill that purpose. Yeah. I think past experience is um, one of the biggest things in my life. Mm. Um, and I've, I've had an awesome life from 20 I think eight years old. Yeah, I'm 28. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, well, 28 years old, but here, here's the thing. I've, I've lived a lot up to mm. this point. Um, I try to look at my day and say, what can I get out of this day? Instead yeah. of allowing the day to control me, I like to control my days and say, I'm going to get the most out of every day right. um, that I can. I'm going to make an impact with as many people as I can. But I look right. back at my life and I realize there were some pivotal moments um, and sometimes it's the negative or not so good moments that actually define and redefine who who I was as a person. Uh-huh. Um, and just an example is, you know, I have a heart for the fatherless just because I mm-hmm. went uh, with without a without a father for about six months. Mm-hmm. But I had an, an uncle that stepped in and really raised me, and my yeah. mom was amazing. And you know, me and my dad have an awesome relationship right now. But those six months made me realize what happens to those young men and young ladies that never had a dad. Right. Um, and that's what really um, helped me grow it, to have a heart for the fatherless and say, right. how can I help those young men succeed in life? Cause that's they don't, good. they don't have mentors. They don't have people that are investing in their life and believing in them. So right. that was a past experience. Now that I'm on the other side of it, uh, my biggest pain has become my biggest purpose or one of my greatest purposes. Right. Can you repeat that last part? Cause I think that's yeah. really big. Your, like yeah, your, your biggest pain can become your greatest purpose. That's so big. Your greatest pain can become your greatest purpose. And a lot right. of people, what we do is we were miserable through that process. Right. Yeah. And I, and I would look back and say, why did this happen to me? Mm-hmm. And moving forward, if I ever have something like that happening to me again, huh. I would embrace the pain to say, I know that this pain is going to result in a greater purpose down the road. Right. And I think it is hard when you're going through things that, 
you know, aren't going your way and you kind of question like, why is this happening to me? Um, I think that's, that sort of leads into your second point of gifts. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're going through the mud and you got to kind of have that perseverance to get through, um, it can be kind of hard to see it in the present. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, leading to your next thing, like I said, um, how do you think that leads into like gifts? Cause obviously, um, there's a little bit of like, um, you know, having that purpose, um, and going through the thick of things, but you know, eventually that'll lead to something bigger and it will build off of your gifts. So, yeah. um, leading to that second thing, yeah. corner gifts. So I want to, I want to take a look at three people real quick. Okay. Number one, Walt Disney. Good. Number two, Martin Luther King Jr. And number three, Mother Teresa. Oh, those are three big names. Yeah. There you go. So I, I want to just read some of the quotes that they said about gifts or dreams. Walt Disney, I would say he has the gift of creativity, right? Would you assume that he could see um, what isn't present and and begin to develop and communicate? So I would say he has the gift of creativity and communication to get his goal accomplished. But he said this, he said, if you dream it, you can do it. Always remember this whole thing was started with a dream and a mouse. He was a visionary, right? He could communicate and he was creative and he saw that dream in front of him. Right. So he had a gift of communication, leadership, and uh, creativity. Right. Martin Luther King. Everybody knows Martin Luther King. What was he? He was a leader. And he said this. He said, I have a dream that my four children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Would we say that that dream has come to pass? Yeah. So Martin Luther King, he has a gift to what? He's a visionary, Mm -hmm. communicate, leader. The last one, Mother Teresa, um, everybody knows her, being unwanted and and unloved, uncared for, forgotten by everyone, I think that is much greater than hunger, a much greater poverty than the person who has nothing to eat. What was she known for? What was Mother Teresa known for? She was known for, um, you know, bringing up those people that are in the thick of it, like really in the thick of Mm -hmm. it and bringing those people up. So I'd say that, you know, she was, she had the gift of being a leader, but she also had the heart for people who were just less fortunate, but she knew that those people had gifts too. Yeah. So, and I think if we would, if we would kind of ask you this question for everybody who's listening, what is your dream in life? Right. What is your dream in life? Oh, right. You know what a lot of people would say? A nice yeah. house. Yeah. A nice car. Uh-huh. To travel. Right. To get a bigger house maybe or to be in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. But I think a dream should be bigger than yourself. A dream should be a legacy that is carried on to the next generation. That's, that's my good. definition of a dream. A dream is a legacy. Is a legacy. Yeah. That's that big. you pass on your, your children's children or right. to the next generation. Right. So that's, that's kind of my platform of when I think about dreaming. Uh, yeah, that's, that's important. Cause I think, um, having those dreams, it all kind of comes down to your moral compass, your mm-hmm. core values. Yeah. Um, sort of like, instead of believing in the monetary in yourself and thinking more selfishly, it's more thinking about like future generations in your legacy. Yeah. What am I going to leave here? That's going to help people in the future yeah. instead of thinking of, you know, if I save up this amount of money, bang, I got the car, you know, that car breaks down. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, your kids are going to be able to use that. Your grandkids certainly probably aren't going to be able to use that mm-hmm. car. 
Um, but it's important to have those core values. So for you, number one, I want to ask you, what are your core values that lead you to, um, like you said, um, you want to be a father for the fatherless. Mm -hmm. What are those core values that you build up for yourself that lead you to that? And then I also want to ask, um, for people who might have core values, but are kind of still searching or maybe just want to reevaluate. What are some tips you have for that? Yeah. So I I love what Warren Buffett says about character integrity and integrity is one of my core values. He says you can have integrity for 20 years and you only need five minutes to destroy that. Wow. So you can build your, your legacy for 20 years Uh and say have integrity, but all it does is take five minutes to destroy that. So integrity is a pillar for me. I want to, I want people to say Zach's the same in public as he is in private. Mm, the, okay. se- the second one is, is character. Mm. I want people to know me as a man of character, uh, a, a man of honesty mm. and a good steward of the resources that I've been given. So those are right. just some of the values that I hold within myself and within my, in my, in my family. Right. So then, you know, going off of that, um, for people who, um, might be looking for core values. Mm -hmm. How did you come up with like, um, you know, I want to be, I want to have integrity. Um, like you said, I want to have character, Mm -hmm. honesty, et cetera. How do you, how do you build up those things and know that those are like your words, like your goals, that's what you want to build your purpose around. How do you find those? That's a good question. And it it really does come down to number one, past experience and number two gifts. Mm -hmm. And like what I really like to do is I, um, I'm a man of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not shy about that, but I really take a look at the, the life and ministry of Jesus. And I, and I try to say, how can I mimic um, what he did here on this earth? Mm-hmm. And if you would look at, at Jesus, he was a man of integrity. Right. He had character. He was a great steward. Right. And he was on and he had honesty. Like nobody could say, you know what? He's done wrong or he's right. messed up or he's cheated. Like he was a man who was blameless to, right. to me. I, that, and that's just my belief and I'm not uh-huh. going to put, put my belief on anybody else, but sure. that's really where I find my core values uh-huh. is in the person that I look up to the most. So somebody that you can call like a hero, a hero. Yeah. That's exactly, it might not be Jesus, but it could be yeah. a hero in your life that you say, man, I want to mimic my life after that person. Right. Like I think for me, um, I'm also a person of faith and I look up to Jesus too. I think he's a hero in my life. Um, but, um, I also look up to my dad a lot. Mm-hmm. He usually sits in this chair. Um, so for me, it's like, wow, I get to sit in his chair. Um, I look up to your dad too. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. I think he's a pretty cool guy. Pretty um, cool. but just the things that he lives for, um, you know, he always is people first, like no matter what he does, the mission of this company, the mission of his life, it's people first. I love that. Um, and I think for me, being able to live um, under a roof where um, my father is all for that has been really big for me. Um, I think that goes back to past experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I lived under uh, my dad, you know, constantly um, looking at other people, looking at me, looking at my sister, uh, my mom before him. Yeah. And I think um, for a lot of people, that's hard. Like you want to, you know, build up yourself so that you can be successful. Right. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, that calling is just um, being there for people mm-hmm. or being bigger than that. So I think that's really good. Um, is there anything else you want to add on to uh, 
topic we're talking no, about. I think I think I just want to go back to this quote, and this will be my my final thing I say is everyone will end up somewhere, but few people want will end up somewhere on purpose. Mm. And if you're listening to this today, or if you're listening to this from a year from now, I encourage you to to stop what you do for an hour and start to think about some dangerous dreams, some dreams that are bigger than yourself that the generations behind you can live out. Mm, that's big. That's good. That's it. That's it, man. Yeah. All right. So um, glad you guys tuned in today. Um, if you'd like to connect with us, you can go to our website at www.centerforvictory.com or you can call us at 724-462-8383. Um, and if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, we have a new one every Monday. It goes up at 12 p.m., Uh, Be sure to tune in, subscribe to the channel, leave a comment, anything on your mind. We'll we'll be happy to answer that as well. Um, And remember, make this your best day yet. We'll see you next time.